Waiter Puff Rice Parties bring you... Bring you Terry and the Pirates. I don't know how to explain it. And at the moment, neither does Pat Ryan. But in some strange way, Dr. John Quill has been... Well, he's under the sinister influence of a man whom he hasn't seen for ten years. Yet this man, this Irachi, this man who never sleeps, has a method of controlling Quill's mind during certain hours of the night. As I said, none of us knows how this is done. But Pat and Terry are going to break this case... They've already made a startling discovery, as you'll see in just a moment. So stand by. Oh, uh, here comes Quaker with the bang bang. Right at the bang bang. Quaker puffs like Sparky's the right that got from guns. Family's favorite breakfast, the right that got from guns. Quaker puffs like Sparky's have vitamins to tell. The easy step to wake the pet and boy, the pink is well. Here comes Quaker with the bang bang. Hi again. You feeling sharp today? Then tell me, what is that which is bought by the yard and worn by the foot? The answer is a carpet. Boy, am I keen today. Sharp as a meatball. Cold one, that is. Yep, and gang, keen is the word for the ready-to-eat cereal shot from guns. That's the one and only Quaker puffed wheat and puffed rice parkies. Boy, oh boy. Take these glorified, magnified, crystified kingpin kernels of sun-ripened wheat and rice, pour on some milk, add sugar or honey or syrup, or top with applesauce, spoons or raisins, or whatever candy. Say, there's a treat you'll repeat. Delicious for breakfast or lunch or supper as well. And here's an important point. Quaker puffed wheat and puffed rice parkies are nourishing. They furnish restored natural grain amounts of vitamin B1, niacin, and iron. Good and good for you. That's the cereal that is more popular today than ever before. The giant grain shot from guns. So don't be missing out. Get both kinds. That's so you can eat the wheat one time, rice the next. Look for the famous Quaker man on each big red and blue package. That means it's the original, the one and only Quaker puff wheat and puff rice party. In this rambling ancient stone building outside of Hong Kong, Terry and Pat, yes, and Dr. Quill are faced with a strange situation. How can a man like Quill be influenced to do the bidding of Irachi, a man who is apparently miles away from here? We know now that Irachi has never been inside this building, and for a long time, all of us thought he was able to enter and leave at will. But it was Dr. Quill himself who planted those slips of paper. He did it at night when he was asleep, and in the morning, he never remembered what he had done. Well, Terry and I found this out, and... When we exposed the whole thing to Quill, he became so upset and hysterical that he collapsed. We were in his second-floor living room, and we carried him to his bedroom and placed him carefully on the bed. All he said was, I'm suddenly very dizzy, and then he keeled over. Gee, Pat, lucky we were standing beside him. He just pressed his hands to his head and closed his eyes. Yes, I know, Terry. Well, here, he'll snap out of it. Yeah, pulse is regular. Sure, he'll be okay in a few minutes. Gee, that's good. 
Well, all this is sure a surprise, Pat. Uh huh. Oh, just think, Rocky isn't even near this building. That much we know. And yet he can sort of project his orders through space to Dr. Quill here. I wonder how he's able to hold don't such a grip on... that, Terry. I don't know how a person can come under such a spell. But believe you me, from now on, we'll take a sane and sensible attitude. <laughs> Not going to let any hanky-panky stuff get hold of me. So what I want to know first is, where does Quill have his supply of Iraqi papers? Well, maybe he doesn't know and couldn't tell us. Well, that's right, too. When he was asleep and under the influence of this Iraqi hypnosis or whatever... I, I thought it wasn't hypnosis. hypnosis. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. I, I used the word hypnosis, but I, I had to use some term. No, it isn't hypnotism. That's out. Well, uh, let's search this bedroom, Pat. I don't suppose anybody thought to search this room, huh? No, but let's get busy and see if we can find anything that will help us. Are we going to tell the others about this business? No, I suppose we have to in time. They need their help. Jim Proudhorn's help, too. Before we run down anything... Nothing here, Pat. Uh, keep looking. I don't suppose anything will be right out in the open because Quill would see it too. And... Hey, Terry. Huh? Come here a minute. Huh? Now look here. This part of the baseboard. No, no, here near the door. Yeah. Uh-huh. Ah. Ah, it's more like it. Hey, maybe we can pry this board loose. How about easy. This All I have to do is get an answer with the Oh yeah, yeah, the paper knife. Hey, thanks. Cut it up. Yeah. That'll be easy. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. 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 Now then, I can reach inside. You feel anything? Uh, here. Here, take this. Shiny thing. There's a small brush. Well, I'll and, be done. Uh-huh. Here's just what we're looking for. A whole outfit. A nice little stack of paper squares. Uh-huh. Hey, this was easy, Pat. Had no trouble locating this stuff at all. Ah. Golly, the puzzle is beginning to fall into place. Yeah, part of it anyway. Now we know a few things for sure. Hey, no wonder Doc Quill is a nervous wreck. Instead of sleeping a deep, restful sleep every night, he was literally working for Iraqi. Doing a lot of mysterious things like, uh, oh, printing Iraqi's name on those papers, then hiding them in books and pinning them on curtains. Yeah, and then in the morning, Quill would find his own night work and never know that he did it. Crazy, huh? Yeah. Crazy and devilish. I wonder how Iraqi is it? Oh, so you come too, Doctor. Feeling better? Well, we brought you in here. Yeah, you just said we we called in time. Don't don't try to get up. Uh, What? What am I going to do? I I didn't faint, Mr. Ryan. Didn't faint? But what do you call it when you... No. No. That's... Perhaps I'd better explain. You're all trying to help me. I should cooperate in every way possible. Just go ahead, Doctor. What's on your mind? Well, this man, Hirachi. It's rather grim, isn't it? To know that he dominates my mind in the dark hours when I try to sleep. I'll say. You see, I, I thought all along that I was just having bad dreams. Nightmares. Unpleasant dreams about Hirachi. I'd see him in a hazy sort of way. He was always whispering to me. I... I seemed to know he wanted me to do something. And then the bad dream would fade out. I'd open my eyes and it would be morning. And what really happened was that I was getting out of bed, going into the next room. 
Hiding a few slips of paper with Irachi's name on it. Yeah, and just now we found the secret place where the rest of the papers were hidden. What? Yeah, sure. Hey, look here, Doctor. Part of the baseboard comes loose. I never knew about and it. And here was a black paint, a small brush, and a packet of rice papers. So you see, Doctor, we're starting to break down this crazy affair. But as you know, we're still a long way from the final solution. Oh, you said something about not fainting. Yes. Yes, I know what I'm going to say may sound impossible. What about it? Well, about a half hour ago... And you were standing with us in the living room? Yes. I suddenly had a peculiar buzzing in my head. Like a... Well, something like the busy signal of a telephone. Yeah. I heard the same sound or vibration when I was trying to go to sleep. You see what I'm getting at? You mean it might have been a Rachi trying to contact you, trying to reach your brain, and and that's why you passed out? Yes. Yes, something like that. Okay. Now, the first thing to do is try and outwit Rachi to break his hold on your mind. Doctor, from now on, you'll sleep days and stay awake nights. Somebody will be with you at all times. That ought to put the hex on Irachi's thought control or whatever it is. I place myself in your hands. That makes sense to me, Pat. And then what? Well, Terry, obviously Irachi doesn't know what we're doing out here, and we've got to try and keep him guessing. And last but not least, we've got to get hold of him. Oh, but Hong Kong is a big city. He surely doesn't go by the name of Irachi. Oh, of course not, and we don't actually know what he looks like. But I think we can smoke him out. How? Through some phony newspaper items, Harry. Yeah. Suppose, for example, we let Jim Proudhorn get busy. The Hong Kong newspapers will carry something to the effect that, uh... Oh, uh... That, uh... Yeah. That Dr. John Quill is sailing for the United States at such and such a time. And that's what we did. Terry and I explained everything to Big Jim. He's the underworld news chief. And it would be easier to get a story printed. The idea was to establish contact with Irachi, to lure him into our hands. Well, if he knew that Dr. Quill was leaving the country, leaving China, the chances are he would try and reach the doctor. And then, with an even break, we'd get our man. Hello? No, no, this is Terry. And... <laughs> okay, Mr. Proudhorn. Yeah. Yeah, I understand. In tomorrow's papers, huh? Good. He sails when? On Monday. Empress of China, that's that big liner, uh-huh. Yeah, okay, I'll tell Pat. Something with me? Say, you just came in. You want to talk again? Okay. Right. Bye. Uh, who was it? Big Jim? Yeah, everything's set. The story will be in the Hong Kong papers. Will Sales Monday will be the house guest of Big Jim right in town. Good. Now we've baited the trap, Terry. Let's hope it'll bring the man who never sleeps out into the open. Gee, Pat, what reason will we have to arrest him? Well, who said we were going to arrest him, fellow? All I want to do is get hold of him. I want to bring him face to face with Quill. Break the spell he holds over Quill. That's all. Golly, I sure feel uneasy about all this. I don't know why, but I do. Well, let's hope there's no slip-up, but... I got a hunch that the Rochi's mighty clever. 
Yeah. And danger. Yes, Terry was never more right in his life. The sleepless one is very wide awake. And that's no joke, for he won't fall into a trap easily. So stand by for advance news. Quake up a bright barky. It's a light that shot from guns. Here comes Quake with a bang bang. Yes, sir. The rice is nice. The wheat is sweet. Either one is a tasty treat. More than that, the rice and wheat are ready to eat. Gang, I'm talking about Quaker puff wheat and puff rice parties. The famous double-header cereal shot from guns. Exploded eight times normal size. Magnified, crispified, glorified. Say, there's a treat that just melts in your mouth. No fooling. But don't take my word for it. Try the breakfast grains shot from guns yourself. Get both kinds. Quaker puff wheat and puffed rice sparkies. But make no mistake, they come only in the big Quaker packages that are red and blue. They're the ones for you. Harry and the Pirates is dramatized for radio by Albert Buster, who says, We're all anxious to meet this strange figure who can cast a spell over Dr. Quill, who hates Quill and is trying to drive him out of his mind. Well, he's very near, gang. And we'll meet him soon, possibly Monday. Same time, same station. This is ABC, the American Broadcasting Company.